Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. It's, oh man, it's like, it's hard to believe. It's hard to believe. If this, if this cat in the White House, right? The oatmeal god in the White House, right? If he was trying to destroy the country, how many times we open a show like this? Would the guy do anything different? I'm, I, I, I could not be more serious about this question. I mean it. Like if he was putting together a book on how to destroy the country, but to do it, you got to be tactical about it. You know, like uh, not the, I, we can't do it the easy way, like set off a nuke or everyone would know it was us. Like how do we destroy it without everyone knowing we're destroying it? Would you do anything different than the oatmeal God? No, of course you wouldn't. What am I talking about? I'll, I'll get to it. Is it's not funny? I just like, I, I know, guys. We got to today's show brought to you by My Pillow. Go to mypillow.com. Click on the radio podcast square. Use promo code Dan. Check out My Pillow. They got a bunch of great products. I get to my spot here in a segment. If you just had a massive terror strike, babies, adults, men, boys, girls, old people, foreign nationals, thousands of people killed. Uh, and you're in it by a terror group that then puts out a video. We played on the show, right, fellas, that they were going to attack the whole world. Would you give them a hundred million dollars? Who does that? The answer is the oatmeal God in the White House. <laughs> Hold on. Is the manual box number seventy two? Give terrorists hundred million dollars. Check, check, check that one. I, I, it, it's actually happened. Oh, you're gonna need a good night's sleep. You ready to discover the incredible benefits of good night's sleep? Time to awaken your senses and embrace the importance of a restful slumber. Dive into the world of sleep and introduce yourself to an absolutely delicious, incredible product. Paul and I both love it. Could rev- revolutionize your nighttime routine. Beam Dream B E A M. It's a game changer. Their dream powder is a hot cocoa designed specifically for sleep. Could transform your nights. I know it's transformed mine. These ingredients work. Check them out. Do your research. You'll be very happy. They have amazing flavors like cinnamon cocoa and chocolate peanut butter that are just delicious. They make it a treat to sip on before bedtime. Here's the secret. They're powerful, all-natural blend of reishi, magnesium, L-theanine, apigenin. You've heard me talk about this stuff on my locals before this stuff works. The ingredients work synergistically to help you fall asleep faster, stay asleep longer, help you wake rested and refreshed with no grogginess. And here's the best part for our listeners. Beam is offering an exclusive discount on their dream powder for a limited time. You get up to 40% off when you visit shopbeam.com slash Bongino and use code Bongino at checkout. Take control of your sleep. Experience the wonders of Beam Dream, B-E-A-M. The website, shopbeam.com slash Bongino. Use code Bongino for up to 40% off. Your body and mind deserve the gift of a restful night's sleep. All right, we got a big show today, Joseph. Let's go. Time for another nutritious Dan Bongino show. Nutritious, a lot of calories. Very calorie dense and full of macro and micronutrients. You just made that up after you heard the Beam Dream. Yes, I yeah, I know you did. I can see you had something different in your head, and you were like, let me do something different after that. So, unfortunately, I'm not kidding. Uh, the Oatmeal God has decided again to check off Box 76 in his 1 to 100 plan on how to destroy America uh, almost overnight. Joe Biden slammed the right scoop for giving a $100 million gift to Hamas while American hostages are still held in Gaza. Folks, this shit is incredible. 
This story is so amazing. And by amazing, I mean amazingly stupid. That when I heard it yesterday on his presser he was doing on the plane on AF1, that he was going to give $100 million to Hamas. And he's like, I didn't get any pushback from the Israelis at all. I thought this can't be true. Maybe the first thing that went through my mind is the oatmeal God's got it wrong. He didn't mean Hamas. He meant aid somewhere else. He said it the wrong way. And that's why he's saying he got no pushback because it's not true. And he's the oatmeal God. And then I'm looking and I'm like, no, this is actually real. So they get into paragliders, right? They got the AKs. They're like, they're like mowing down 270 innocent people. There are now what, 10, 20 American hostages. How this isn't a hostage crisis, the likes of Jimmy Carter, I, I'm still I'm, sh- I'm still unsure. Joe, you remember the Carter hostage crisis? It only dominated the news cycle every day. Yes. Yet this is as bad, if not worse, and yet nobody seems to be talking about the fact that there are American hostages. They're our, they're our, they're our people. They're our, our actual people. And the fact that, what, 30 Americans were murdered in cold blood? And what does this dipshit do? He gives them a hundred million dollar reward. How is this not the biggest story in the country right now? Can you imagine? I'm just trying for a moment for to, to get you all to grasp this. Like in the chat, are you picking up what I'm putting down here? I don't care where you stand on this issue. I, I well, I I care where I stand and I care where, but on this specific issue, can we all acknowledge that this is probably not a good idea? This is not a good idea. They're going to say, oh, it's going to the Gaza Strip and not $1. Holy shit, bro. Please take an economics course for the billionth time. Money is fungible. If I'm Dan Bongino Terror Inc. and I need $1,000 to go rape and torture and kill people and I still need $1,000 to pay my rent and food and you give me $1,000, I can now take the serial number bills that were going to be for rent and food and go pay for the rape and torture. Does he not understand this? You got a bunch of mullahs like, death to America. Fuck the Jews. Fuck the United States. Kill everybody you can. You've got these insane animals who want to kill Jews, kill the infidel. We just gave them $6 billion. And now this dipshit shows up with $100 million for Hamas after they just wiped out thousands of people. Listen, man, I again, I get it. Frosty line. I don't, I'm sorry, man. I, I don't care anymore. I can't take it. I can't tell you, I'm like losing my grasp of reality because I can't believe we're living in this crazy world right now. Yeah, yeah, you know what? You're right, Guy. We've done, we actually did a show on Fox on this a while ago. People have just become so, we used to have an expression in the Secret Service, embrace the suck. If you went to a country that had no infrastructure and you were just like in like the worst kind of accommodations around and you were there for two weeks, we would just be like, embrace the suck, bro. Just embrace it right away and get to work. I think America has gotten so bad under Biden that we're right. People have just embraced the suck and nothing surprises them. American hostages, Americans killed in a terror attack. Even if you're the biggest isolationist in the world, this isn't my position. But if your position is, hey, that was really horrible, but it's not our fight. It's Israel's fight. Not my position, but whatever. Even if that's yours, you're allowed to have it. It's the United States. We have freedom of speech and thought. You know, you're perfectly, it's perfectly legal and for you to express that, you get the point. Can we all agree, even if that's your position, that giving the people who did this while they're holding American hostages $100 million, 
is probably stupid, right? Can we just agree on that? Listen to me, man. Do not think for a moment that all of the stuff you read about throughout human history cannot happen here. Listen, it's been an emotional couple of weeks for all of us. We're all taking it all in. And last night, I I'd said a long prayer to God. Uh, I don't ever talk about praying if I don't, because I think it's stupid for you to like pretend you do when you don't. But I said, God, you've given me this microphone and this opportunity and this microphone, especially the radio one, in the light of the fact that we lost Rush Limbaugh, who would be a great leader right now. Please don't let me embarrass this guy. There was memory or his legacy, even though the podcast is a separate entity. I still consider myself one of the many. It's not just me. You have Clay and Buck and Dana and others who are in those spots, but we're heirs to his 12 to three spot. And I thought we could really use him right now. And I felt so honored that I was in his spot, but I so don't want to let you down. But can we all just agree on this? That giving a bunch of demon savages who are still literally holding American hostages, who killed Americans too, $100 million of our money that I work hard for. I worked hard for this money. So did you, man. Can we at least agree that this is stupid? You can be the... The biggest anti-Semite out there. I'll condemn you. I think you're gross. But you could be the biggest anti-Semite on planet Earth and still think it's probably not a good idea to give $100 million to paraterrorists. So yesterday I'm sitting here. I'm actually during the radio show. It's about 2 p.m. Eastern time. And that break is that breaks like a five minute, five, six minute break. Um and, and, and I'm reading the Wall Street Journal and there's a piece I'll get to later. It was by Gary Saul uh, Morrison. But the gist of the piece is, ladies and gentlemen, we have this recency bias where we don't think this stuff can happen here. We don't think this stuff can happen here. The off with their heads, the torture, the Inquisition type stuff, the communist gulag, uh, the, the, you know, the, 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 the gulag archipelago type stuff that was uh, fa- made infamous by Solzhenitsyn. People are like, my neighbor would never do that. My neighbor would never do that. Oh, ladies and gentlemen. Listen to me, brothers and sisters. Oh, it can absolutely happen here. And if you ever read the historical accounts of the Holocaust, and you read the work of Arendt, just put in a search engine, the banality of evil, you will see how not only can it happen here, on the path we're on now, it likely will happen here. You realize that the Cannon Building up on Capitol Hill yesterday was stormed by a group of actual insurrectionists, who, by the way, would murder you in a heartbeat, who were there in support of a terror group that just murdered thousands of people. And nobody in the Democrat Party even batted an eyelash. That happened here. I want you to watch this lunatic member of Congress who's clearly an enemy of the United States now. Yes, yes, I know exactly what I'm saying. I know exactly what I'm saying. She has the right to say this. I think our responses should be obviously constrained in that I don't recommend nor ever would I that we ever cross any red lines here. She's free to say this. She was voted into office, but that doesn't make her not an enemy of the United States because she is. 
You now have a sitting member of Congress, Rashida Tlaib, shamelessly starting to trying to start a religious war here in the United States. Rashida Tlaib, a United States Congresswoman, absolutely knows full well the Israelis bomb the hospital folk hoax is fake. There is no one on planet Earth who believes the story. No one, not no sane person. It's been discredited by everyone, including by Hamas themselves, who their operatives were caught on audio we played yesterday, admitting they fired it from a cemetery behind the hospital. Okay, so no serious person believes this, including her. Doesn't matter. She wants a religious war here in the United States. And Aaron Mate, the journalist guy who I actually once respected, tweeting to me this morning, she's trying to stop a war. Let me ask you a question, fellas. You think the best way to stop a war is to promote war propaganda that nearly caused another Benghazi incident in Lebanon and our embassies overseas? You, th- you think that's the best way to do it? That's a little bit, Joe. It's a little counterproductive, right, Joe? Maybe the best thing to do is to tell people that story's not real. That story's not real. But no, no, Mate doesn't think that. Mate, Mate thinks Rashida Tlaib's a big peacemaker. He was great on the Russia hoax. But he writes for this gray zone place where there are a bunch of terror sibs. That's all, that's, that's all they are. What's happened to them? I don't know. Any respect I had for this guy, you now flush down the toilet. Here's Rashida Tlaib in her own words, promoting the Israelis bomb the hospital hoax. Because again, wants to start a religious war. Check this out. Continue to watch people think it's okay to bomb a hospital with children. You know what's so hard sometimes is watching those videos and and the people telling the kids don't cry and like let them cry. And they're shaking and somebody you know this, they keep telling them not to cry in Arabic. They do they can cry. I can cry. We all can cry. If we're not crying, something is wrong. And so I'm telling you right now, President Biden. Not all America's with you on this one. And you need to wake up and understand that. We are literally, literally watching people commit genocide and killing a vast majority just like this. And we still stand by and say nothing. We will remember this. But all of you, you need to know. I swear to God, Allah, you are on the right side of history. You are. You're doing You're on the right side of history, folks. The Hamas demon savages launched a rocket from behind a hospital to kill innocent people in Israel. The rocket didn't make it to Israel, which, by the way, the media seems very upset about. Did you guys notice that, too? They seem really pissed that Jews didn't die with that rocket. They're like, damn it. Didn't get those, those Jews. My gosh. Rocket explodes, turns around, hits a hospital in the Gaza Strip, destroys a parking lot, which they falsely claimed killed 500 people. Falsely claimed destroyed a hospital. You can go there now and see is still standing. And then Rashida Tlaib was, you're on the rights. Why she's crying? She's crying, so the story's definitely real. While she repeats the myth that they bombed the hospital. The lady's an enemy of the United States. She should be thrown out of Congress tomorrow. A hundred percent. She is absolutely free to have whatever opinion she wants, however dumb it is. This woman's an enemy of the United States. An enemy of the United States. She is now repeating false debunked propaganda and by the way threatening the government too 
Folks, listen, I, I was my prior line of work. For as bad as these presidents were, I had the Democrat sandwich. I worked for Clinton, Bush, and, and Bush was a rhino too. Clinton, Bush, and Obama. And I raised my right hand to defend the Constitution, even if the president sucked. You don't join the Secret Service and go, I'm only going to protect the president if he's a member of my party. So I have an understanding of what it's like to take it. Here's Rashida Tlaib basically just threatening the government here openly. This is not a rational person. This is a terror simp right here. Here, take a look at this. To my president, to our president. Yes, he still are. Well, hold on. I mean, I, hey, I want him to know as a Palestinian American is also somebody of Muslim faith. I'm not going to forget this. And I think a lot of people are not going to forget this. And it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not a threat. It isn't. They, they think we're joking. I mean, I think the White House and everyone thinks that we're just going to sit back and let this just continue to happen. No. The fact of the matter is, our lives are not safe with you or the forever peach president. What does that mean? What does that mean you think we're going to sit back and let it happen? What does that mean? Because when the people you're simping for with your lips attached to their ass, Hamas, when they say they're not going to let stuff happen, the last time they said that, we had a bunch of burned alive people who were shot in the head with 7.62 rounds. What does that mean exactly? What does that mean? Ladies and gentlemen, the enemy's already here. This is not a rational person. This is not a rational actor. Notice how our side, my, me specifically, absolutely condemns political violence. I don't care what your party is. That's a red line. I don't know how many times we got to repeat this. Once you cross it, there's no going back. You want your kids to grow up in a country where, you know, you win or lose an election and the gunfire starts. Good luck. That's not me. We've been in worse places and we figured it out. This woman, ladies and gentlemen, this is, she is a terrorist simp. That's all she is. Simping for terrorists right now with her fake crocodile tears. And they bombed the hospital. Yeah. Your, your terrorist simp buddies in Hamas bombed the hospital. While your president, by the way, and the government you're threatening just gave him $100 million. Oh, the comments on 9-11. Her and her buddy, no, that was Ilhan Omar. So that was some people did something. That was Omar. But these other, I mean, they're just ridiculous. The enemy's already here. It was a massive insurrection at the Capitol yesterday, the Cannon Office Building and elsewhere, by people who amazingly support terrorists, terror simps. Nobody said anything. You showed up to the Stop the Steal rally. By the way, exercising your constitutional right to assemble and protest and petition the government with your grievances, that's your God-given right. You find yourself on an FBI watch list. Is anybody calling the FBI? Kyle Serafin had a great tweet up, former FBI agent. We should flood the FBI tip line. All these people should be investigated, right? I mean, clearly, guys, is this not an insurrection? The enemy's here right now. Here, watch the video yourself. Hat tip post millennial. Check this out. What's going on there? Hmm. Cannon office building. Wow. What happened there? Oh, look at this. Oh, look, there's a guy resisting arrest. Colin Rugg via Twitter. Check that out. They won't leave. 
Ceasefire. Ceasefire now. Like, it was code word for let them behead people and shoot them in the face and do nothing in return. Uh, is there a, the FBI tip line? Are they, are you calling on them? I love how they pretend to be. Look at, let's pretend we're Jews for this. They're not. There's, uh, who is that up there? Marjorie Taylor Greene or something filming all this? A big insurrection going on up there. Check that out. I thought we weren't allowed to protest anymore in D.C. I wonder if the, flood, the tip lines are getting flooded right now. Hey, look, you got a bunch of faces. Are they on watch list too? Because if you were grandma and you showed up at the Stop the Steal rally, you found yourself. And it kind of weird how they're getting away with it. Simping for terrorists. Sounds kind of strange, right? Donald Trump says, go march peacefully and patriotically at a rally. Everybody finds himself in the gulag. You simp for terrorists. You take over the Capitol. You don't leave. You trespass. You get violently arrested. Ah, no big deal. No big deal. Tell me again how we don't live in a police state. <laughs> it's a good one. Do you have another arrest video? And one more before we get here. Here's, Here's this guy. Look at this guy. Oh, my gosh. You're hurting me. Oh, my gosh. Look, maybe if you just gave us your arms, you wouldn't be hurting me. There we go. Oh, look at me. I'm going to try to do the snake move on the ground or whatever that's called. There we go. Oh, man. My arm. Oh, my gosh. My arm hurts so bad while I'm sipping for terror. Oh, my gosh. This is so terrible. Why is this guy on a watch list somewhere? I'm just checking. Is he going to get 47 years in jail? Is he going to be sitting next to Enrique Tarrio, the Proud Boys? With uh, Is he going to get a 47.5-year sentence? I'm just checking. I'm just checking. What's the FBI up to these days? All right, I got a supercut coming up next because the FBI, the media's response to January 6th was a little different compared to the insurrections we saw yesterday. It was a little different. We always have the evidence. And ladies and gentlemen, the evil's here. I got two videos for you. You don't think this can happen here. And that Wall Street Journal article is going to open your mind because not only can it happen here, it likely will happen here if you don't stop it. American Financing, folks. The website's AmericanFinancing.net. There's a lot going on right now in the globe and times are uncertain. We know that we're working hard for our dollars and they're not going as far as they used to. A lot of Americans are putting their expenses on credit cards, seeing the debt pile up and up and up. We can't trust our leadership of any sort to help. We've seen that. But one thing's for certain. My friends at this great company, American Financing, have been helping homeowners like you for a while. While it might feel overwhelming on your own, American Financing can help you use your home's equity to pay off that mounting debt. A 10 minute call. That's all it takes. These guys are in it for you, not the banks. Their customers are saving an average of $700 a month. There's no cost or obligation to find out how much you can save. And in these uncertain times, savings need to be a priority. Call their salary-based mortgage consultants today. American Financing. Here's the number. 888-994-7660. Right there on the screen. 888-994-7660. 888-994-7660. Or visit them online at American Financing. Notice it's a .net, not a .com. American Financing. .net, NMLS 182334, NMLS Thanks, American Financing. Remember the uh, January 60 insurrection? Remember that? We saw that again yesterday. Here was the media response after that. Yet it was all strangely ignored after yesterday, even though the terrorist sim showed up on Capitol Hill. Check this out. Donald J. Trump called for the insurrection against the United States of America. You talked about Al-Qaeda. What has he done in terms of incitement, right? But Osama bin Laden didn't do. Each of these people should be shamed and they're going to go back, you know, 
to the Olive Garden and to their the Holiday Inn that they're staying at. The way that we in the media speak about this is so important. Today was terrorism. We call them terrorists. Terrorists. Domestic terrorists. Domestic terrorists. Domestic terrorists. These people are not Americans. Uh, Kevin yeah. McCarthy was on Fox calling this un-American. Marco Rubio. I don't know. There's a lot of empty rhetoric. There's a lot of empty concern. Holly, I should say, of all people had the nerve to condemn the violence that we saw today. Josh Hawley should resign in ignominy. Ted Cruz as well. This is after the Stop the Steal rally, where Grandma spent, uh, it's going to spend 50 years in the gulag for trespassing or something. Yeah, none of that stuff matters. None of that stuff. You got a bunch of terrorist simps up there. Dan, you throw that term around a lot. You mean they're simping for terrorists? Yeah, I, I do. I do. There's crazies, folks. You don't think this stuff can happen here? It can happen here. I want you to watch how crazy people have gotten. There's a video on a college campus. Here's a bunch of students ripping down missing signs for hostages in Israel. Again, how crazy do you have to be to do this? How crazy do you have to be to actually do this? Even if you're the biggest lunatic anti-Semite in the world, why would you not want a hostage, an innocent person, taken against the rules of war and just decent, basic decent morality? Why would you not want them returned? Because you're a demon savage. That's why. And they're Jews. And they just, people out, people out there, just they can't say it. They just want to see Jews attacked. Let me make let me be absolutely clear on this. You could, you, if every single Jew evacuated Israel tomorrow, they would be hunted down around the world by the Iranian death to the Mullah. It doesn't matter. If you put all of the Jews in Antarctica tomorrow in a, in a, in a 50 by 50 mile, you know, they would, they would kill them there too. These people are crazy. You're dealing with absolute demon savages. Here yesterday, and, and you know, I, I keep saying it, but for those who think like, well, this, this isn't our fight, even though they killed Americans. And by the way, I am in no way suggesting, and nor are the Israelis asking right now, for an American presence right now on the ground. I, don't, I think it actually complicates things more than anything. But there's a number of things we can do. Intelligence sharing. These are our people. We lost Americans. That's indisputable. But this is just crazy. The enemy's here right now. Here's a march outside the Israeli embassy in D.C. You can only faintly hear in the background, but the guy's calling the United States the most dangerous country on earth. I thought this was about Israel. But it's about Israel, right? Why are they roping us in? Because as I've been telling you, there's no us in them. There's only us and the savages. I just stared at these demons, man, for a long time. They hate you. They want to kill you. First, they get the Saturday people. Then they get the Sunday people. First, they get the little Satan in Israel. Then they get the big Satan, us. Oh, my words. Those are theirs. You can't, it's, how do you avoid a fight when someone's punching you in the face? No, 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 stop punching. He's going to beat the shit out of you. No, but I asked him to stop. Yeah, I get it. I get you did, but he's not. Maybe I should fight back. Maybe. Folks, do not be lulled into complacency. 
This is one of the most powerful articles I ever read. I read it during my radio show yesterday. It impacted me so deeply during the break. I had to kind of like take a breather before I went on the air. It's a Wall Street Journal article, one I referenced in the beginning by Gary Saul Morrison. Dostoevsky knew it can happen here. You know, throughout history, folks, I think the fatal conceit has been, well, we're civilized, but that would never happen here. I mean, torture, murder, killing, death, destruction, that would never happen here. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, you have no idea. The course of human history is marked by the exact opposite. What we called civilized people who turned on a dime and exterminated their neighbor in the most brutal way possible. Just read Arendt's work, again, on the banality of evil. How they don't even understand it as being evil as they're doing it. They just, they just do it. People, you understand, like people existed in the, lived in the backyards of concentration camps, knowing full well what was going on and just lived their lives like nothing was happening at all. You don't think this crap can happen here? Listen, man, I don't read a lot of long passages from pieces anymore because we include them in the show notes. This isn't that long, but you need to read this. Talking about how when there were, when there was carnage, mass torture, pillaging going on in Europe and, and old Russia, the European press was then filled with reports that now seem familiar. Whole families being wiped out, women raped and tortured, living people humiliated, corpses abused, children slowly murdered before their parents' eyes. This is going to be hard to listen to, but I'm just going to warn you now. And in one case that particularly shocked Dostoevsky, a young child forced to watch her father being flayed alive completely. You don't know what that means. Look it up. The child, Dostoevsky reported, was being cared for in Russia, where she repeatedly fainted as she recalled what she witnessed. He goes on. You think this stuff can't happen here? No, not here in the United States. For the time being, quote, people are simply intimidated by some sort of habit, Dostoevsky continues. But if some progressive expert were to come up with a theory showing that sometimes filleting skins off people can benefit the right cause because, you know, the ends justify the means. And if that expert were to express his view using the appropriate style, then believe me, there would be respectable people among us willing to carry out the idea. Despite our sophistication and professions of compassion, all that's needed is for some new fad to appear and people would be instantly transformed. Well, I don't know why I get up every morning at 48. I train my body to the max while I have weapons in my house and have a bunch of ammo and stuff. Why? Are you preparing for a war? No. Preparing to defend myself against a war that's going to come my way someday if it does. I ain't going out like that. Folks, these people are in your backyard now. The enemy's already here. I want you to understand something. It's a concept I brought up when I was on Fox and on my podcast and on my radio show many times. One of the great foundations of humankind was religion and faith because it puts an emergency break on man. It doesn't matter what the law is. The left will bastardize and destroy the law to make it whatever it wants. If eternal law granted by God says that you have to respect people's right to speak and petition and assemble and all those things. Your emergency break is your faith. Your emergency break is you want to see the afterlife and therefore you're not going to hurt or harm anyone else for engaging in 
peaceful expression, even if it is a dumb idea. I want you to understand while you have that emergency break, so I don't worry about you if you're a real conservative who believes in God, family, and country, the left has no such thing. They do not believe in, I'm talking about the, the radical leftists. I'm not going to stigmatize an entire group of Democrats. The radical leftist has absolutely no such thing. They hate God. They hate family. They hate our constitution. They have zero emergency break in their behavior. And they, you think for a second, they wouldn't be the ones flaying people tomorrow morning. You are out of your mind. Defend yourself and defend your family. Because let me tell you something. Nobody's coming to help you when this shit breaks bad. Nobody. No, people don't feel that way. Oh, really? Conveniently, this poll was making the rounds this morning. Miami Herald, large portion of Americans doubt democracy and view violence as acceptable, poll finds. Folks, I'm not fucking around. Everything I tell you, I back up with receipts. By the way, that article came out after I read the Wall Street Journal article. It came out after. I can show you my email list to my show prep. They need useful idiots as well. They need useful idiots to advance this exploitation narrative that'll lead to people who want to torture other people. And folks, there is no shortage of useful idiots right now in the country, especially on the left. I got more on that coming up next. And I want you to watch this video. This Hamas video coming up is so important because you're going to see this Hamas guy who understands the need for useful idiots in the United States. I want you to listen how he invokes George Floyd. George Floyd, yes, George Floyd. He is doing this on purpose. These people aren't stupid. They're evil. They are demon savages, but they are not dumb. The useful idiots are. All right, folks, take a quick break here. Blackout coffee, you tired of the same old monotonous garbage-flavored brown water coffee? Not only does the coffee suck, but they hate the country. That's why we go with blackout coffee. We love blackout coffee. It's my favorite. I have about three, four cups of it a day. I enjoy it. I personally recommend it. It is a vibrant, robust tasting coffee that's never bitter. It's a coffee company also 100% committed to conservative values. Their work ethic's amazing. From sourcing the beans to the roasting process, customer support or shipping. Blackout Coffee is dedicated to promoting conservative principles. They accept absolutely no compromises on taste or quality. Do me a favor today. Check out blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino. Use coupon code Bongino for 20% off your first order. Ditch those other guys. Blackout Coffee loves the country and they love coffee. That's blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino or use coupon code Bongino for 20% off your first order. Absolutely love these guys. Can't recommend them highly enough. Our last sponsor, MyPillow. Our friend Mike Lindell has a passion for helping everyone get the best sleep of their lives. He didn't stop at pillows. He's done it again with his My Slippers. They're super comfortable. I kid you not. Get ready for an early Christmas slipper sale. They get them for Christmas and then wear them on Christmas while you're opening presents, right? The original My Slippers with a regular price of $139.98 are now available for just $39.98. This offer is incredibly limited. You don't want to miss out. My Slippers come in a variety of sizes and colors. They're all comfortable. These My Slippers are designed to be worn indoors and out all day long. They're made with unique My Pillow foam and impact gel providing superior comfort and help to prevent fatigue. Crafted with, crafted with quality leather suede, these slippers are not only comfortable, but they are built to last. I've had mine for about three years. Mike Lindell even guarantees my slippers will be the most comfortable slippers you ever own. Don't wait. Order now by calling 1-800-637-4982. Use promo code DAN to take advantage of this limited time offer. Or go to MyPillow.com. Do us a favor. Click on that radio podcast square. 
Use promo code Dan at checkout. But remember, this offer won't last long. Go to MyPillow.com now and use promo code Dan to get your My Slippers today. Give the gift of comfort this Christmas season. They're great. Thanks, MyPillow. All right, back to the show. Don't be lulled, folks. Don't think it can't happen here. Famous last words in countries that have fallen to torture, death, rape, pillaging, and tyranny. That can't happen here. They need useful idiots. I want you to watch this Hamas animal. I want you to watch him in this interview. Listen to the, that, the, the uh, we going to VO this because it's in, what do you think? Yeah, well, let's VO this instead. I'm going to play it because it's uh, obviously not, it, you'll see the subtitles for those watching. But if you're listening later on Apple or Spotify, so, good. so play this video. He's being interviewed here. He says he wants to take this opportunity to remember the racist murder of George Floyd. George Floyd. Notes that he was killed as a result of racism held by some people. This is a Hamas animal. And he notes the same type of racisms being used against the Palestinians. Same type. Why is he invoking George Floyd? He's a terrorist. He's a demon savage right there. Savage. I'm sorry, again, I use the word. It's just a habit. It's an, it really is an insult to animals. My dog is an animal, and my dog would never do to people what the Hamas demon savages do. So it really is an insult to animals. It's a bad habit I'm trying to get out of. You see, the, you, he, you see how the demon savages know exactly who the useful idiots are? To justify their terror. The exploitation narrative is the tie that binds. You understand that? If you believe in the Marxist exploitation narrative that everybody's wealth and prosperity had to be taken from someone else, that everything is zero sum. If Dan Bongino is a millionaire, then he took it from someone who's poor who would have been a millionaire. If you believe that, you believe in the exact same thing the Hamas demon savage does. Not the idea that, which is kind of weird because if prosperity makes some people well off, and other people less well off. How is it that the biggest problem in the United States right now, health-wise, is obesity? In other words, people at the lower end of the income scale who happen to be largely statistically where most of the folks who are obese are, the biggest problem is they're not not only starving to death, they're eating themselves to death. That's weird because like 200, 300 years ago, the biggest problem was this thing called starvation. So if capitalism sucks so bad, how is it we're so prosperous that we're eating ourselves to death while on cell phones watching flat screen TVs? The answer is because it's fake. But the demon savage knows that. But he knows if he appeals to the useful idiot, the person who will do no homework on this at all, they'll be like, yes, solidarity with George Floyd, free Palestine. There is no Palestine. There is no Palestine. There never has been. That is the anti-anti-communist in action. It's a little more detailed explanation I've gone into, as important, but it's related to the exploitation narrative. We are the anti-communists. The left, they, 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 they marshal their forces together to be the anti-anti-communists. They just need us out of the way. LGBTQ, BIOPC, 2-plus groups, Iranians, Hamas, Whatever they need, whatever group they need to mishmash this cornucopia of crazies to get rid of us, the anti-communists, they will because they believe in the exploitation narrative. Folks, it's getting crazier too. 
the oatmeal God in the White House just has no control of his faculties anymore at all. This is the craziest thing. He's given a speech the other day. Listen to this overseas. And not only was he raised in the Puerto Rican community, the black community, the Jewish community, was a fake civil rights activist, went to go see Mandela, was a trucker, was a letterman in college, finished at the top of his class, graduated on a full scholarship, went to so- go see Golda Meir in 1967 when he wasn't in the Senate, helped pass the Civil Rights Act. He wasn't even in the Senate for that. Now, apparently, he was born in Israel, too. This is the this happened. Listen to this. State of Israel was born to be a safe place for the Jewish people of the world. That's why I was born. Long said, if Israel didn't exist, we'd have to invent it. While it may not feel that way today, Israel must again be a safe place for the Jewish people. He was born in, this guy's amazing. I've never seen anything like it. He was born in Israel. He was a, uh, he was a letterman in college. I've never seen anything like it. All right, we got a lot of other news to get to. Folks, are you, let me take a quick poll. I need your input in the chat. Get ready, right? Serious question here. Are you as pissed off as I am about this speaker's race now? This is just getting embarrassing. Again, regardless of where you stand on how it happened, okay? It's over. It happened, and now it's time to move on. Where we are now, is this pissing you off like it's pissing me off? Like the world's on fire, and we've got a bunch of like whiny, gripey, bitching and moaning Republicans on Twitter. You can't coerce me. Coerce you? We're your constituents, jerkwads. We're just telling you to do your freaking job. Wow. Is there a single no in there? This may be our biggest. Is it a big yes? Yes. Fuck yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, all caps. Yes, 30 yeses. Yup, yup, yes, 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 yeah. What the hell? I have to get on some people here. It's not personal. I don't know these people. I don't want to know these people. It's why I don't pal around with people from Congress. It's also why we don't have an office in Washington, D.C., and we're in Florida. I don't want anything to do with these dipshits in Congress. I don't want anything to do with them. Here's another one yesterday. Can't get over the fact that McCarthy isn't speaker anymore. It's over. It's over. He's not the speaker. He's not running to be speaker. Take your undie. Here we go. You want to see? You see? Pull him up. There you go. Just like this. You have to give yourself a wedgie. Pull him up. Then take your big boy pants, pull them up, pull them up. There you go. It's not hard. Put your freaking pants on. Pull your undies up. The fuck is wrong with you guys? Here's Carlos Jimenez from Florida. Again, can't seem to pull his big boy pants. What does he got? Pull up diapers on? Uh, I don't know, man. I'm going to do golf. Listen to this idiot. Do you see any way that you change your position, change your vote? In the future, yeah, but I'm not, you know, right now I'm not changing my position. And I think that uh, uh, Jim Jordan's uh, tactics of pressure and intimidation and misinformation, I'm not saying that he did it, but his supporters surely has not helped Jim Jordan. You believe this guy? This is a grown man. I don't know how old he is, 60, 70, 500. I have no idea. This is a grown man who acknowledges fully that Jim Jordan didn't have anything to do with it. Jim Jordan actually endorsed McCarthy. This dipshit doesn't know that, I guess. McCarthy subsequently has endorsed Jordan, and he's like, I don't know, man. I'm just trying to make a point here. He ain't getting my vote. 
folks, uh, really, I'm, I'm getting this close to like, and you know me, I'm absolutely adamant that despite this, you still got to go out and vote. You have to. I'm, I'm getting dangerously close to like vote libertarian. I swear, like I'm so angry at these people. I, I, did you, do you not see, are you that blind to what's going on out there? He mayonnaise, Marianne Meeks Miller, John James in Michigan, who's been a monstrous disappointment, by the way, a guy who ran on like the MAGA brand guy we've had on our show. These guys are never welcome back on my show again. Are you so blind to what's going on out there? That you still can't put your big boy pants on and go to work? I'm going to say for the third straight day now, what job is like this? What job is like this? Gee, you and I have had some issues, right, over two years? Stuff happens, right? Gee says sometimes he don't like a show. I don't like what, that he don't like the show. Shit happens, but we're adults and we work together. We like each other. We make it happen. You don't show up the next day and go, he doesn't go, uh, dad, I don't like uh, that. You didn't like that. I didn't like the show. So uh, fuck it. I'm not showing up for work. Like that's not how adults. You put on a damn show. I'll give you a better example. Paula used to produce the show. Remember that Joe? Paula and I fight once in a while. Oh, we had some doozies. You get an Italian and a Colombian in the room. It was bad. We ever miss a show? Go back and look. We ever miss a show? Hell to the... No, we didn't. And we had some pretty good barn burners. But we did the damn show. Because people fight about stuff. People who are married fight about stuff. Congress people fight about stuff. Get up. Pants? And you go to work. You whiny little... <sighs> Just go to work. What do you got to say? My, that's mild? What do we... Oh, is that... Oh, oh that, did you go to dark mode? <laughs> Put your freaking pants on, Carlos Jimenez. Put your pants on and go to work. You would make no valid point at all. One, thank you. One last time. Jordan endorsed McCarthy. McCarthy's not running. McCarthy's endorsed Jordan. You're like, I'm all Kevin all the time. Fuck Jim Jordan. Do you not understand what happened? <laughs> It's just like, oh, man. Hold on. I need some oxygen. Dude. There we go. I can't. Well, I got coffee and now I'm ready to go. Now I'm ready to finish the show. Even I got a mic from the radio show. I, I can't take it. I just, I cannot imagine that these, these are grown men. All right. I got, <laughs> this show is, wait till tomorrow. I got a show planned. Tomorrow's going to be bananas. Tomorrow's going to be freaking crazy. So I, I'm just, 
I'm going to be in a mood tomorrow. I'm telling you right now. So Trump there, you know, the whole Trump thing's going on too. He was back in court yesterday. I don't want to leave you today without getting through this. This is important. Trump was up in court yesterday in New York with this ridiculous case brought against him. And he made the greatest point, a point I've been hammering on this show the whole time. You've got these little tyrants, Letitia James and the judge up there in New York, Alvin Bragg, Twinkies going after Donald Trump. And let's just say they do get a conviction for these made up crimes. He'll probably win on appeal. But I mean, it's just a star chamber at this point. The judge isn't serious. There's no jury. So there's probably a pretty good chance Trump's going to be convicted in the star chamber. He brought up such a good point yesterday. We've nailed on the show that I sent this over to the guys. I'm like, put this in the show tomorrow. I don't think New York understands or even cares because they're so blinded by the hatred that that author in the Wall Street Journal was talking about. They've given up any sense of rationality, the terrorist simps and the police state tyrants, that they don't really care what happens. Who the hell is going to do business in New York anymore? Knowing that if you're on the wrong side, air quotes, of the partisan divide, your business could haul you into criminal and civil court in a heartbeat, in an unprecedented way, just because they don't like your politics. This is the untold story of what's really going to happen in New York with these jerkwads in charge now. Check this out. No business is going to move into New York. They used a statute on me that's never been used, not once, has never been used for anything like this. And they use it on me where I don't get a jury, I don't get anything. We have no rights whatsoever. Any company coming to New York would be crazy because it's a setup, it's a rig trial. We have a hostile group of people. We have a very hostile judge. I hate to say it. We have a very, very hostile judge. And I think everybody knows that. He is so, you would be freaking bananas to do business in New York. Folks, I'm not going to tell you the deal, okay? Because uh, there's a counterparty to it. I was doing a business deal in New York. If you're close to me, you know what I'm talking about. This is very real. It was a multi-million dollar deal. I nixed it. I, oh, I Listen to me. Scout's honor. I nixed the deal. I want nothing to do with New York. By the way, I have to tell you, that contributed to my decision also not to renew with Fox. It wasn't, you know, contrary to liberal, I was not fired. Um, I just didn't want to travel to New York. I don't like going to New York. I don't want to do any business in New York. If you're doing business in New York, they will hunt you down like a dog. Stay out of New York. Do not bring your business there. Do not go there for business. If you can help it, do a Zoom or something like that. Just stay out of there. You are not safe. If you're a Democrat, you're not safe either. Because if you're a Democrat and you don't toe the line and become like a terrorist simp tomorrow, they could come for you next. That is the story about Donald Trump. I'm so glad he said that. And to Mr. Trump, Mr. President, if you're listening, I know some of your people listen to the show. You need to hammer that, that this isn't about me. This is about an entire state that's targeted Republicans. I'm just one of them. I'm just the biggest name. You're next. Do not come here. I nixed a multi-million dollar deal in New York that on tax, they would have made probably over the years, probably a million in taxes on alone over, say, a 10, 20 year period, maybe more. Nope. Pulled that thing right out. Right at the last minute, we got out of that thing. There's no way I was, my accountant was like, what are you crazy? But it was important because I thought we could, you know, build the brand and the company that way. Nope. My accountant was like, are you freaking nuts? Why? Because it's run by stupid people. Here's another one. I, I should have put this before in the show, but it's actually kind of perfect to put here too. 
I, I hate AOC videos. I know you're going to get dumber than 90,000 watching this, but you need to see it. Because again, if you ignore, if you ignore the enemies of the truth and the propagandists, other people won't. Here's AOC. She put out this video yesterday. Of course, her lefties love. And I want you to notice how she fills the useful idiot void for the left, right? She throws the, listen for the exploitation narrative in this. It's about a minute. This goes on for a while. We cut about a minute. Listen how everyone in AOC, she talks no different than the Hamas guy. Everybody's a victim. Everyone of racism and all this. Nobody has agency over their own lives. Listen to the exploitation narrative that leads to death and destruction. Even in AOC's little viral speech yesterday. Check this out. Um, Shout out to my fellow radicals in the United States who believe crazy things like a full time job should be enough for you to live. And also, you know, believe in crazy radical things like if you kill someone, there shouldn't be impunity. And um, also who believe really crazy radical things like you should get a stimulus check without having to bail out a corporation for it or that you should get a stimulus check without your employer. um, You know, if you work for one of these huge conglomerate employers sending you into harm's way and being completely immune from any accountability for that, you know, shout out to my fellow radicals who think that, you know, we should live in a humane, advanced society. Um, and that we shouldn't be under the thumb of a $7 minimum wage and, you know, racist systems because, I don't know, because that just benefits whoever the people are in power to already be in power. You see it? You see the exploitation narrative? If you're working for a living and you're getting minimum wage, they're exploiting you. So let's up the wage to a wage you can't value add master. You lose your job completely. The rich people took it from you. The racists took it from you. You see how when you're a permanent victim, this contributes to this narrative by Hamas that they're the victims of Israel. It's that folks, it's no different. It is why I have been so passionate the last few weeks. And it surprised some, I don't know why. If you listen to my show, you know where I stand on this. It's the exact same narrative. Just fill in the blank. I'm fighting communists, a race. I'm fighting terrorism. It's the same people. It's the same people. On a bit of a lighter note, because it's approaching the end of the week. In the most hello, Captain Obvious story you probably ever heard. Victoria's Secret ditches prioritizing wokeness over sexiness after sales drop. Oh my God, dude, that is, wow, I'm, that's so crazy, I'm stunned. So putting relatively unattractive people in a bunch of lingerie and going, hey, don't you want this for your bedroom? Didn't sell lingerie? I, oh my, that, that, really? Should we do the non-PC show or a PC show? I think so too. I think. Uh, lingerie is like nice, you know, kind of cool. Well, no, not for me, but but for me, if you know what I mean, like me, but not like like. To be geek, he's so dry. Joe, no, Joe's not. Gave the word. They've the, 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 here's Joe. He's geek. And the person, he's like Joe's. Joe's like with me. He's like, yeah, man, love it. On them. 
He's like, yes, it's appealing. Yeah, yes, we like it. Why would it surprise anyone that you put a bunch of people who are really not that attractive in lingerie that's supposed to give you like a feeling of, can you imagine what the boardroom looked like? Like, hey, you've got this uh, beautiful Brazilian model who's a 10 and there's this other uh, woman right here. Maybe, you know, maybe nice and all, but let's be honest, there are different levels of attractiveness. And someone said, uh, no, let's not use the Brazilian model. I mean, everybody wants to jump into the bedroom of Victoria's Secret. And uh, yeah. <laughs> this is, dude. The audience wants a. I'm seeing it. Come on, we got to do them. But we really, we're getting an audience demand for Muttley's here. Oh, so at least the one. <laughs> Thank you. That way, we don't. We, this is like. They do. They do. Thank you. Thank you. This is like the craziest freaking story I've ever seen. Folks, you go to Victoria's Secret, you're buying some stuff for the wife or the girlfriend, or the wife or the girlfriend's buying some stuff for you. They probably want you to feel like good about it. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead. Leave that story. Sorry, bad throw. Let's do the Dan Marino. Yeah. I'm not, I'm, I'm not a huge Dolphins fan, but Marino is one of the best. This show is like crazy. Folks, tomorrow, I strongly encourage you to tune in. Um, tomorrow's show is going to be bananas. Why? Because I can tell you right now, I'm going to be in a mood tomorrow because there's something going on with me later. Nothing bad, but I will be in an absolute mood tomorrow. You're not going to want to miss two seconds of the show. Victoria's Secret just figured it out. Oh, boy. Hey, by the way, you all into real estate? Not that I'm trying, I know I got to go, I know, but if you're into real estate and like the prior value of your home, tomorrow I'm going to do a small segment on that. Because we're about to get screwed big time. The bond vigilantes are coming for the economy, man. They're coming quick. You can only borrow so much money, man. 30 years is now approaching 8%. Can you imagine that? We're going to talk about a little bit about that tomorrow, too. Thanks for tuning in. Join us. I was in the chat way early today. Rumble.com slash Bongino. I was in there about 10 a.m. Eastern time. That's me, Dan Bongino Show, chatting with a whole bunch of people. I go live at 11 a.m. Bongino, rumble.com slash Bongino. Download the Rumble app. It is just amazing. They keep making upgrades. It's awesome. Set up a free account. Join the chat. 91,000 people. We always love to see you here. Thanks so much. I'll see you back here tomorrow. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show.